pushing, pushing, pushing down the stairs. And welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Megan. And I'm Amy. We discuss episodes of the Travel Channel's TV show, The Dead Files. And this week we're doing uh, something a little bit differently. Um, it's episode 20, so we're both going to talk about the same episode, uh, the special investigation of Alcatraz, which is season one, episode eight. Mm-hmm. I was going to do this myself because it was my turn, but then I thought, well, for the season finale, we should just do it together. Yeah. So. So that's what we're doing. Because teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. And then next season, we'll just start mm-hmm. fresh. We'll draw straws or something yeah. to see who goes first. Yep. So content warnings. Um, there, I didn't write any down, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's prison shit. Yeah. Really? So, so yeah. Mobsters it, a little bit. Yeah. It's. I don't think there's, there's anything. Nothing, mm, they do talk about um, homosexual rape. Yes, so they do. Um, it's not ex- not explicit. It's they mentioned. do talk. Like no. They just it's topical. Yeah. Look at my weird eyebrow. I hadn't even noticed until you pointed it out. Well, it's because I um, when you, I was. Are you trying to be like the cool kids and shave a line in your eyebrow? Yeah. yeah. I knew it. I People knew probably it. think that, but no. What happened is um, <laughs> this is a long time ago, uh-huh. and uh, I took a nap. And I had a, um, I had a futon on the floor, kind of a situation. And I was taking a nap, and so I had the futon on the floor I was sleeping on, and then I had um, my alarm clock. I don't have words today. Ooh. The, this is going to be a rough uh. podcast for you then, if, <laughs> if you don't have words. <laughs> no words. <laughs> Drink some more of your two chicks. Yeah. Cocktail. Yeah, I will. Um. So I was taking a nap and the alarm went off and it was up above my head on the radiator. Mm -hmm. The clock was. That seems safe. Yeah. So I grabbed the um, cord because I'm too lazy Uh to get my ass out of bed. So I grabbed the cord (laughs) and I went like this to catch the clock because I knew that it was coming. You know, so that's how I was going to. Gravity. Yeah. And it cooled right right there. Blood everywhere. Oh, of course. Head wound. Oh, I mean, it looked like a scene from Psycho in that bedroom. Yeah. And yeah. And like I was clawing my way over to the <laughs> to get out and, and get into the bathroom and put something on it. It would not stop bleeding. And then after I, my roommate took me to the ER and then when I got home, there's like a big bloody handprint on my <gasps> on my door. It oh looked like somebody God. was murdered in that room. Yeah. 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 It was bad. So stitches and they never the hair never uh-huh. grew back where the scar scar was yeah so hmm. i usually fill it in story to tell with that eyebrow pencil yeah. but i am not doing i'm not doing anything fancy today but you know what no no it's just yeah. me and, and, and our five viewers, people who and watch our care. videos and one of them is my mother so 
Yeah. And one of them is me because I have to check it, make sure everything's working. So we're almost halfway there. Yep. <laughs> Our right. cult is coming, Amy. You just, I know. we got to manifest. We got to manifest. Right. right, right, right. Well, we do have 15 YouTube subscribers now. Kind of a big deal. I mean, that's up three, yeah. I think, from last week. So time is a construct, you guys. <laughs> time is a construct. Days, weeks, months, years. Who, who cares? cares? Everything is going just fine. So one thing that uh, Megan knows this, but for the rest of you, uh, I found that Shit and Bricks podcast mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. a YouTube <gasps> channel. I know. And so I was uh, I was watching a last couple of their episodes and there are they are just as adorable as they are funny. And you know what? Dom looks exactly the way I thought he would. Yeah. Kate doesn't, but it's not in a bad way. She is adorable. She I looks cannot, exactly how I thought she would. I can't, she is so <laughs> cute. Yeah. They're both just precious. I love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when we do our world tour, when? Not if, because we're yep. manifesting. Right. First stop is going to be Australia. And we're going to bunk with Dom and Kate. Oh, that'd and be so much fun. They're going to protect us from all the three billion creatures in right. Australia that want to murder us. Right. We hope so anyway. Yeah. 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 Yep. I've so. been wanting to go to Australia since I was little. Like it was my dream when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go because of the sharks. Um, they do have the Great Barrier Reef. And it just I think it would just be amazing. But there's so many things that can kill you. There's yeah, animals like stonefish. Stonefish. They just lay on the bottom of the the coral uh, reef, they look like stone, and if you step on them, you are gone. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you grow up with National Geographic Channel <laughs> Discovery. Well, I don't think I would be in the ocean anyway, but maybe. Maybe I'd walk around a little bit. But I mean, I don't know. You, you know, go to the ocean to escape the spiders and snakes, and then you get stonefish and sharks. I mean, really. Everything starts with an S. Spiders, snakes, sharks, stonefish. <gasps> look at that. Look at that. Did we just discover something? Oh, no. my goodness. No, we did not. We're just creating <laughs> just anomalies and anxieties in our brains. Right. Now that we're good at that. Oh, my God. If it was a superpower, <laughs> I would. we would be like the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, before I forget, we are in the same home. <laughs> we're at my house. Yeah. Megan is out in our bar area. <laughs> and I am back in my office where I always am. And um, on the way over, Megan stopped and got <laughs> it was this. It was really like a just a roller coaster of sh- a shit storm because <laughs> I originally was going to go to MGM Liquor to get Rebel. And um, so I called Amy and I'm like, I'm going to MGM. Do you want Rebel? And she's like, yeah, if they have it. And then I got off the phone and I'm like, wait a second. It's not MGM that has Rebel. It's Total Wine, but there wasn't a Total Wine close. I didn't even end up at the MGM. I ended up at some place called Liquor Barrel. I don't. I don't know. So Liquor this, Barrel's good. They have yeah. a lot. Of, they don't have Rebel. They but. don't have Rebel. And I asked the girl, and I was like, "Do you have Rebel?" She goes, "I don't know." And then she didn't even like get up off of her chair to. And I'm oh, like, "Okay." Yeah. Anyway, so so she got this stuff instead because so Amy P. Patron yes. Amy um, recommended it, and it is two chicks. Yep. And it is a sparkling lemon strawberry kiss is mm-hmm. the name, name of, of it. it. So fun. And it is vodka, lemon, strawberry, and basil cocktail. 
Yep. And Amy P. recommended the brand. She said her el- the elderberry is her favorite. Oh, elderberry. But I just saw the strawberry lemon, and I'm like, that just sounds so summery. It's really cute. It if is. If you look at the it's... video, you can see it. It's a really cute um, can mm-hmm. and really cute artwork. Um, it's 5% alcohol by volume, 12-ounce can. It says vodka with natural flavors and carbonation. It's, it's... a nice, refreshing, mm-hmm. summery this would be a really good one to drink at like a barbecue yes. or like yes. a pool party, yep. you know, or at a park. Lots mm-hmm. of peas. The alliteration today wow. is just on point. The title is going to have to it, be like three things that all begin yeah. with the same letter. <laughs> yeah, it, it has to. I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll manifest it. I am. Right. Okay, new game. Every time I say the word manifest, you take a drink because a for drink. some reason that's... It's on the mind today. It's on my mind. Manifestations and hmm, I can't, Manifest, I can't think of anything. Manifestations, Manny, Manny. My, all th- well, you know what? We'll we'll ruminate on it. We'll we'll workshop it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So also the woman that became our patron last from week, Ireland, from Ireland. Shout out. She also followed us on YouTube. So what? Sweet. I know. I'm so. She's the best. She's cool. I can't and then wait she, to meet her. Uh, she connected on. Well, we were already following each other on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, and she uh, she tweeted, "Thanks for the shout out." Oh, stop it! Yeah. yeah. Thank you for yeah, your follow. You. You're the best, and your Patreon support. Anyway, so our promo partner this week is Murder Road Trip, and they are a podcast that is two people, I believe. They are brother and sister. I sh- no, maybe they're married. I don't remember. I, there's so many. I, and there are two right, people. And right, I can't, right, right. I can't keep right. straight if they're related. I can barely keep ours straight. And I it's know, right? our own. Yeah. Pretty sure we're not related or married to each other. But Not that I remember, <laughs> not, but you know what? We've had some crazy parties at the house, so <laughs> who knows what's who gone knows? down. <laughs> right. Anyway, Murder Road Trip is, uh, the, the idea is that they, they pick a, they, they, I think they're going alphabetically in all the states of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Alabama and what, and they do stories from that state. Alaska, Arizona, yeah. Arkansas. I wonder what Minnesota's going to be. I know. I was excited when I saw it. I'm like, ooh, I'm like scrolling through to the M's, but they aren't that far yet. Yeah. And they're going in order. So yeah. it'll be a while, I think. But it'll be interesting to see yeah, that, what crime we have. I know. Probably. I'm going to say, and if they're listening, I would recommend Glensheen. The Glensheen. Oh, is that up in Duluth? Yep. That's the yeah. one where um, the Marjorie Congdon mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, Roger. Roger. Mm. I want to say Caldwell, but I don't think that's right. Roger. Oh, mm. Jacob Wetterling. They could do that oh, one. Yep, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Um, I think there was a girl, and Amy P. knows this story. It's Katie something. She went missing. Mm-hmm. Um. It starts with a P. Yeah. Katie, Katie Poyer. Something. Yeah, yeah, Katie yeah. Katie yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she went missing. Wisconsin 100% will probably be Jeffrey Dahmer. Probably. Uh, or Ed Gein. Oh. Wisconsin, you really have your pick. You I have mean, your pick. Good I Lord, mean, there's so many. Throw a dart. Jesus. Yeah. There's, there's a, they, they breed them out there. California in the 70s. Oh, <laughs> yep. How do you pick one? Right. And then, <laughs> you know, don't get me started on Florida. Oh, God. That's a world of... 
Unless we have listeners in Florida, in which case we love your state. Yeah, it's not no, super we, cool. No, it's no, we don't. Hotter than shit there. I can't stand Florida. Hotter than shit. They have things that want to kill Nothing you. Nothing against people who live in Florida. If you like it, I'm happy for you. I just, I can't stand it. Except for maybe in like February and only if I go outside for just a few minutes. I cannot stand the I, humidity. I will say I do like it because then I just go to the beach and sit in the, set up my little beach chair right in the waves. Ah. That's my happy. That's where this that. would be delicious. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. The two chicks on the mm-hmm. beach. Yes. <laughs> Three if you count yourself. <laughs> Four if I count at least the one voice that I regularly right. talk to. <laughs> right. Just <kidding>. Right. <laughs> Hey, I'm Shan. And I'm Troy. And we are going on a little murder road trip. Where every Sunday we take you to a new state alphabetically to tell you the story of murder, spooks, and everything in between. Yes, join us every Sunday for bad jokes, murder, and ghosts. It doesn't get much better than that. So grab your snackies, get on in, and we're going to go on a murder road trip. Okay, next on the list is... We have a new review, you Yay. guys. And I am 90% sure that we don't know this person. I don't I don't recognize the username. No. So the username is Q-A-M-A-C-M. I don't know if there's a way to say that phonetically. I don't. Quamacum? Quamacum. Quamacum. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm so sorry if this is you and we're butchering it. We don't mean to. <laughs> this is just how we are. And it says, love this podcast. Megan and Amy are so friendly, engaging, and hilarious to listen to. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Uh, Come for the true crime. Stay for the true friendship. So So, sweet. Yes. So thank you so much for that review. We really, really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Amy, she found a site where we can sell merch. So she started a store. It's called Red Bubble. And she'll post a link um, in the show notes. You can get T-shirts, um, stickers, I believe notebooks as well. Mm-hmm. Notebooks, and magnets. Who doesn't uh, need a mugs, notebook? Baseball caps. I mean, tons and tons of stuff. The list is endless. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it does end, but there's a lot on it before it ends. <laughs> and there are two different designs. So mm-hmm. we have the design that's on our T-shirts, which we're both wearing today. Yes. Oh my god, and they are so and then, comfy, you guys. It is, yeah. These are really comfy. This, these are from Canva, though. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The other ones, I don't know. But although, if you buy a T-shirt from Bonfire, mm-hmm. which I'll also put the links in, those I've bought shirts from Bonfire before, and they're really nice. Nice, they're nice and soft and comfy, and the good quality. They're kind of thicker, just like me, soft and comfy. There you go. <laughs> 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 and I said thicker too, but I, I'll just say that for Again, myself. That's me. That's me. Yeah. Also, uh, just a reminder: every once in a while, I get messages on social media asking me, uh, "Oh, you mentioned that podcast. How do I find it?" or something like that, which is perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Reach out to me all you want. I love answering questions. I love talking with you guys. So. Feel free to do that. However, if you're too shy to do that or mm-hmm. for whatever reason, remember everything we talk about, unless I forget something, everything we talk about is in the show notes. And you're going to find that like on your you, uh, listening on your phone. Mm-hmm. There's It's usually under description or depending on what app you use. Uh, on Amazon, I believe it just shows up. It's just right there when you click on that episode. So uh, that's where all the info is if you are 
so inclined to learn more. But if you want to reach out to me too, that's perfectly fine. I, I love chatting with people, social media, emails or whatever. So cool, cool. If she didn't want to, she wouldn't have started a podcast. <laughs> that's right. Am I right? That's right. Hey, right. Do you want to talk about what we're going to do next week? <gasps> Is that next Sunday? week already? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So um, Amy P., our buddy, um, she knows a psychic in the area. And so the first time I met Amy, like she said it was only like two years ago, but it really feels like we've known each other for so much longer. She said she had a psychic, and so I put her on my phone, and I've never contacted her. And then I'm like, you know what? We should do it. And so I reached out to both Amy's, Amy Squared, and we're going to a psychic next week, June 5th. Mm-hmm. We're going to go and see what she has to say about our lives and who we are, and I'm pretty stoked. Um, it'll be too. It'll be really interesting to see what she has to say. Yeah, we're doing a group reading, so yep. she'll be talking to all us, of us. All it's of us. Us three, and then I think Amy was going to ask one of her friends, yep. um, whose name also starts with an A, so I feel like <gasps> I'm the that. odd man out. Oh you my God, the alliteration, it's everywhere. It just keeps going. Uh, my French name when I was in French class was Anne-Marie, so oh. I'm going to take that. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. So, I forgot that we used to have, like I took French in school too, and we had made, had to make up names. I can't remember. Yeah. I was probably just Amy, but spelled but, the French way. Yep, and they used to call me AM Radio. Oh, because my name was Anne Marie Anne. Uh, yes, I'm so excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I do too. I'm excited. All right, so this may end up being a little bit of a shit show because we yes. haven't really decided how we're going to talk about this. I think it's really cute that you say may. <laughs> it's- because we both know this will be a shit show. Buckle but you know up. what? That's what you guys come for is yeah. the laughs and the hilarity and <laughs> Amy clean, picking up the shit that I've dropped and just, you know, being like, Megan, is your microphone facing the right way? And I'm like, yes, it is, Amy. And she's like, are you fucking sure? Because last time it show wasn't. me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's facing Why the right way. Why do you sound tinny? <laughs> I don't know, Amy. <laughs> is the volume up? Yeah. Yeah, that volume knob on the back is. Yeah, it's on the back, which I thought <laughs> just like so weird. Yeah, it's so weird that they're the exact same microphone, but yours, the volume button is on the back. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, dear Lord. You guys, I'm smart in other ways. Okay, I'm smart in other ways. <laughs> I just. We're still looking for what they are, but one day they will become evident. <laughs> I don't, just spilled. Don't got, spit your drink on your yeah. one remaining pop microphone. I know. I know. Dang it, Gracie. Okay, Gracie. so why did we choose this episode? Uh, Yeah, I think it was because I somebody had told me that they had gone there and done a tour somebody I was friends with. And I <laughs> I thought it was my friend Rachel. I mentioned that in a mm-hmm. previous episode. It wasn't. Mm-mm. She's like, I've never been there. Uh, so I could not remember who it was. I put out a note on Facebook and my friend Heather was like, oh, I've been there. I'll send you a story. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. How did I not know it was Heather? Heather is my co-host Your on other Volstead co-host. Land. Yeah. yeah, on Volstead Land. So anyway, she wrote something up and she sent it to me and we're going to read that at the end. Mm-hmm. And then also my friend Amarina 
she visited as well. She sent me a bunch of pictures. So I'm going to check with her and see if uh, she'll let us post them, Mm -hmm. use them, whatever. She probably will. Yeah, she probably will. She's super cool. Yeah, super open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that is why. And then as like two days after we were talking about doing that on our our little calendar, Mm -hmm. it was was Alcatraz. Alcatraz, So that was May 9th, Monday, May 9th. uh, Yep. The uh, whatever story of the day was about Alcatraz, and mm-hmm. had, uh, Megan's like, I think that's a sign. I think we it have is. to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why. Perfect. Okay. So the location, of course, is Alcatraz Island, which is in mm-hmm. San Francisco, California, USA. Yep. And the client is Bob Davis, and I think it's interesting that they used his last mm-hmm. name because they. I don't they recall. never do. Mm-mm. They never use the person's last name, but they did Mm-mm. this time. Yeah. And so 38 years ago, he visited, and I believe it was with his school. Uh, no, I think it was no? his parents. He oh, said it was okay. with his family because oh. when he was coming out of the the cell, he said he didn't mention it to his family or anybody oh, what happened to okay. him. And okay. I think Steve is like, this is the most famous prison in the world. And I'm like, in the world, Steve, like, in the world, mm. I don't know I if mean, it's. It's famous, but it's like famous. Is it the most in the world? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but I'm like Steve. Leavenworth is kind of a big deal. Yeah, so. and that's in Kansas. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So 38 years ago, he visited, and uh, something happened to him that freaked him out for his whole life. Mm-hmm. So should I maybe like like I can go over the Amy yeah. parts and you can go over the Steve yep. parts? Okay. I think that's what we did the last I time think we, we did. did it on season 10. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 10. Episode. Season 10. Wow, you are manifesting. Yeah. I am manifesting. Gosh, darn right I am. Darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. Oh, ha. So I don't know what that was. Uh, so yeah, so um, they met in cell block D, uh, in D block, which is where kind of all the shit goes down and also close to solitary confinement. And so that's when Bob described his experience. He said he went on a day trip um, with his family and the tour guide was asked if anybody wanted to go into the cell to experience what the prisoners experienced. And I wrote, um, no, thank you. I do not want to do that. <laughs> and I wrote, and the guy's like, me, me, me. Yeah, no. I. <laughs> and then I was like, no, he didn't say that. But he almost, he, and I'm like, why would you want to do this? Like, M from, and that's why we drink, they did it too. And they went in the cell and they close it oh. and lock it. And I'm like, fuck that no. noise. You're asking for something to happen. And then, yeah. of course, what happens? Something happens. He said he felt a grab on his shoulder and someone say at the same time, you're mine in his Ugh. ear. He said it distinctly felt like a human grasp. Like there wasn't any question mm-hmm. about, you know, could it have been brushing the up against the wall? It Was it the dogs? <laughs> no, Stephen. There um, are no dogs at Alcatraz as no far dogs. as I know. Well, no. So he didn't tell anybody about it. He was said he was embarrassed and, you know, like, I don't not even his family because he just was like, the fuck just happened mm-hmm. since then, though. It's really, really had an effect on him. He said he has a lot of trouble walking into dark rooms. And he said for a long time after that, he um, he didn't sleep well in the dark. So yeah. he also was wondering, is this a ghost or is it something else, something that's not human and something that has never been human? And so that's kind of why they called or he called Steve and Amy to be like, can you help me figure out what is in this prison that could have interacted with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so when Amy gets there, Matt does explain that, of course, this is a little different because mm-hmm. Amy, of course, knows what Alcatraz, Alcatraz is. Yeah. Um, and that he still has to like cover up some photos and stuff because it is a museum now. Mm-hmm. It became a museum in, I think, 72. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. closed It closed in 1963. And then it opened up as a museum. Nine it's now years. Owned, yep. Yeah, it's now a national park, considered a national park. So park rangers are the tour guides. They're the ones that are, keep, keep track of it anyway. So she walked into cell block D and she was literally crouched down mm-hmm. on the floor and she was saying, holy crap. And she said, this place is worse than most. Yeah. She said a lot of times um, the the spirits make her feel their physical pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in st- still, well, they're still in cell block D. She hears the words solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. And she sees that so- people are being touched and poked and they're getting their hair pulled. And she said, it's, whatever it is, is torturing the living. Mm-hmm. And she senses that this hair puller will, will do... Uh, mostly when he's annoyed. And she sees a guy in a blue shirt. And I noted that Bob was wearing a blue shirt in Mm -hmm. the beginning. So I don't know if she was just seeing that happen to Bob or if she was just seeing Bob talking to Steve about it or if if it's not Bob at all. Right. Or were the prisoners wearing blue shirts and that was kind of their uniform. Yeah. And then um, she whispers in a creepy voice, some people think he was a Satanist. Thank you. That he was a Satanist. He would like talk about demons and like he would have weird dreams and stuff. Okay, so then we're back to Steve. He's digging through the archives. Digging through Uh, the archives. He needs facts because most of what he knows about Alcatraz is from movies. So then we uh, then he kind of talked about the deaths and the murders. Yeah, he had said that they had 1,500 convicts yes. come through in 29 years, which sounded low to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there could be 1,500 guys in a prison at any given time. Like, Yeah, but you also know, do need to as... remember it's the 60s, so it's right. not as, you know, there's not as much overcrowding as there right. is now. Right, but that's true. Yeah, so he said 29 people died there, and I'm like, and I agree with you, that seems kind of low. That seemed low, but then I did, uh, I did some Googlies and found out that, they uh, let's see the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Now this is today. There were 378 deaths in 2018, and it jumped to 381 in 2019. But that's like all the federal prisons, oh, okay. not just one prison. So maybe and that's in one year. So I was trying to figure out the percentage of like if there's a hundred thousand people. And there's this many deaths. What percentage oh, is that? Oh, now she's doing math. And, well, not really. I found a website where you just oh, pop, good, 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 numbers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I can't do math. Are no. you kidding me? I was going to say, you're getting really bold. <laughs> Episode no. 20 is where Amy turns over a new leaf. I am now a math professor. <laughs> I am a mathematician. <laughs> See me do the numbers. Right. That's like a beautiful mind. With yeah. All the calculations swimming above my head. Totes. Totes. Anyway, so... Uh, the the rate seems to be 259 deaths per 100,000 people, which is 0.259%. So not okay. even... 1%. It's basically, yeah, it's not even 1%. It's yeah. like a tenth of 1%, two tenths of 1%. Yeah. So so 29 out of 1,500 is actually pretty high. It's 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 two, almost 2%. Mm. It's 1.9. Yeah. So I guess it is 
high in comparison to the rest of most prisons. prisons. Yeah. 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 So then we go and we talk to Sam, who does not know Bob, um, really has no connection to this story other than he also did a tour and he was with the school. He was with the other kids. Okay. So um, it was in this the D block. So it was in the same area. Mm-hmm. Again, completely different times. He got pushed on his shoulder um, and he kind of reached over and poked um, Steve in his shoulder to kind of, you know, symbolize what happened to him. And uh, there was nobody behind him that could have poked him. He said he was up against a wall. And he said at the same time that he felt the poke, he heard somebody say, uh, got a light. (laughs) So then we kind of cut away from that. And then Steve goes in um, to the cell and he's like locking the door. And I say, because why wouldn't Steve do that? It's such a Steve (laughs) thing to do. Just, oh, is this the area where everything happens? Let me go in there. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Steve, you're so brave. I know. And then, well, he doesn't. He doesn't see anything. No, he so, feel it. He's like a total you know, null. Like nothing yeah. happens to him. Nothing scares him because nothing's going to happen yeah. to him. Or if it does happen, he doesn't know about it because he can't mm-hmm. feel it. So mm-hmm. then he's like these two men who have never met. They have almost identical stories. So this is really like kind of starting to click in his brain. Like, okay, there is something here. Which like mm-hmm. everybody who's anybody knows that there's shit that goes on at Alcatraz. Like. Mm-hmm. It was such a terrible place. Like, of mm-hmm. course, there's going to be leftover stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just want to note that I really liked the idea of a ghost smoking a cigarette because he asked the guy for a light. Mm-hmm. And I just like the idea of a ghost smoking a cigarette. But like I put in my notes, not not like a apparition, like a person, but like a, something with a white sheet and the eye holes cut in it, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Okay, if I I ever haunt, I'm going to do at least one day as that. (laughs) You know, I wonder, do you think you can change how other people perceive you as a ghost? Well, yeah, I think so. You know, like how Amy talks about how some ghosts, you know, give themselves red hair because they wanted red hair. Yeah. I wonder if you can change that. Like today I want to be blonde. Tomorrow I'm going to be red haired. I'm sure. I'm sure. Interesting. The things we think about in this podcast. Okay, so Amy now sees this poker guy mm-hmm. again, and it takes. she said it takes quite a bit of energy for him to be able to poke someone, and he used to set fires. He was an arsonist and was rumored to be a devil worshiper. Mm-hmm. Matt asks, who is telling her all this? She points behind her and says, Stan. In such a creepy voice, too. <laughs> and she's just and like she- this dead face, like, Stan. Stan. Oh, my God. Amy. This one, she was creepy in this. She one. was so creepy in this episode. She yep. was so, so like disjointed, and her thoughts weren't. It was, and her voice got weird, and she was talking in some weird accent and stuff. It yeah. was bizarre. Yeah. That's later on, but yeah, it, it was got, weird. It got. She was. She was creeping me out. Yeah. Yep. I can't imagine Matt being right there, like having I to know. watch his wife at the time, like completely. At uh, yeah. Anyways. Yep. So she says she's not going to push this guy anymore because he doesn't want to talk anymore. Which respectful. Then, Way to be uh, respectful, Amy. I know. Somebody else could take a page out of her notebook. Consent is it matters no matter <laughs> what form you're in. Exactly. So she explains that the man called Stan is guiding her through the prison. And he's talking about the inmates who are there but who don't want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I just noted that I love that she has a tour guide. Mm-hmm. And I love even more. Who it turns out to be. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. 
Do you like stories about haunted locations? Or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world? If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. Yep, so now we go to Christine, and she's an Alcatraz historian, and I loved her. She is probably my favorite, like, expert that they've ever interviewed in all the episodes that we watched. I just, I love her voice. I just liked Mm -hmm. her demeanor. Mm -hmm. She was very confident without being Mm -hmm. like, look at me, look at me. I just loved her so much. So she Mm -hmm. started um, and gave a little bit of backstory um, about Alcatraz. She said it started as a prison base, which I did not know. Um, military base? A military mean? base. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. I read the word <laughs> prisoners. Um, it started as a military base. And then she said in 1859, that's when it started to transition to a prison and they were moving prisoners out to Alcatraz. And she said it was the worst of the worst in terms of prisoners. She said first it was for military prisoners and then they slowly, um, it, it became a, a federal prison. And again, <laughs> Worst of the worst were sent to Alcatraz because essentially you couldn't escape. It was on an island. Yeah. Three guys tried to escape once Mm -hmm. and they were never seen again. So Mm -hmm. you can't escape from Alcatraz. Mm -hmm. Uh, It closed in 1963. And the reason it closed was because Senator Kennedy was like, you know what, you guys, we're just we're spending a lot of money on this. And it's it's an island kind of past its prime. Like, let's just not put money into this anymore not because Mm -hmm. of the terrible um behavior that was happening the mistreatment Mm -hmm. of prisoners it wasn't that it was ooh, we're just sinking too much money into it it's always money it is always money every single fucking thing that happens with laws government yada yada money it is either suppression or it's money both Power um, and or money. And then Christine also said cell block D, which I think is wrong. Cell the D block, not cell block D. Block I think that's the same thing. Okay. I think it's the same thing. And that's solitary. Hashtag right? solitary confinement. Yeah. Hashtag prison expert was for the really <laughs> bad of these yeah. prisoners. And D fourteen, she said, is the one that everybody talks about. That's the cell where all the shit happens um, to people. And she said that um, a, a prisoner was strangled to death in that cell. Mm-hmm. Rumor mm-hmm. was that he was strangled to death by a demon. So mm-hmm. we, again, we've got kind of demons and satanic rituals. And, you know, it's it's I, and again, this was back in the satanic panic. No, wait, that was the 80s, wasn't it? Uh, 70s. 70s. Okay. 1970s. So a little before that, but obviously leading up to it. And so mm-hmm. did it happen? I don't know. We're in solitary confinement, you guys. Well, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in a room where it's pitch black. There's no sound. You can't hear anything. You can't see anything. Your brain starts to do yes. some weird shit. That's torture in and of itself. Yeah. So I can see how uh, 
people are imagining things, whether they're mm-hmm. whether they really are imagining things or really or it's really happening. But even yeah, if he didn't, uh, even if he imagined it, how would he be strangled? Alone in solitary. Oh Unless yeah, yeah, guards. yeah. I was thinking of like Bob getting touched. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, it's, I don't know. It, it, I mean, it, unless it was the guards, and they're just blaming it on a demon. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's poor demon. Very possible. Okay, there was another guy named Jim that Steve met with. Jim, I, oh my God. Okay, here's the thing with Jimbo. He was like um, overwhelmed with sadness. It's not an emotion he wants to have and not an emotion that he has because fuck the patriarchy because men can't cry. And even Steve is like, you look like a big tough guy who doesn't cry. And I'm like, Steven. Way to perpetuate this. Yes, like. He said he came into cell block D, Jim did, and he said he was just overwhelmed Over, with sadness. Yep. And he was like, me and the wife decided, the wife and I wanted to take a day trip. And I'm just like, like, can, how about my spouse, my partner, my mm-hmm. wife, not the wife and I? Ugh, she's not an <laughs> object. I don't know. Jim just really rubbed me the wrong way. And uh. so he, yeah, he just said, I was just so, so sad. He said, out of nowhere. And then it cuts to Amy. Mm-hmm. So she feels a lot of depression and deep despair. Mm -hmm. And she's now on the floor again and she's crying. Yeah. And so she definitely was overcome with the same feeling that he did. But she can cry because she has a vagina and that's okay. Right. Right. It's perfectly okay for her to cry. So Because um, she's just a weak woman who gives into her emotions. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it, you guys. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, this (laughs) this reminded me of... Do you remember... um, Patron Heather's mm-hmm. uh, account of the Velisca mm-hmm. uh, expert house. And she said yes. she went into that one room and she just felt yes. overwhelming sadness. From out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. And that's very yep. much what it was for Jim. Yep. You know, because he and I talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fucking Jim. <laughs> Jim, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but you did perpetuate a lot of patriarchal stereotypes <laughs> that it's 2022. And I know this was 2012, but still. This was a long time ago. Maybe he has grown. Maybe he's enlightened now. You never know. I'm sure he is. Yeah. So um, I have next is Steve speaking to Robert. Is that where you are? Yes. I have a lot of thoughts on Robert. I know. We were were texting last night each other about Robert. Robert the bank robber. Okay. I just, everybody just take a seat and just deal with, (laughs) like, we're gonna, I'm going to go on a rant here. And if Alcatraz was the worst of the worst of the worst, we've got Birdman, we've got Al Capone, we've got mobsters, we have Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Do we really think that little old Bobby McGee is going to be sent to <laughs> fucking Alcatraz for robbing banks? There's more to his story that he's he- not saying. And it reminds me of... Um, toddlers who are like little kids (laughs) who they know they did something wrong and they're Uh only telling you little bits of it you know they're gonna cop to a little bit of it but not the whole but not the whole thing and it's like robert you did more especially when he did 29 days in solitary yeah 
twenty. You don't get sent to the. Sorry, I just yeah. was pounding on it, so it's probably gonna pick it up. Oh, so twenty nine um, yeah, days. You, you don't get sent to solitary um, for robbing a bank when you're a good guy. So he obviously was a troublemaker in prison too. And at Alcatraz, like, come on. Yeah, he's not telling us. The whole he's story. not. He's holding back some, which you know it's fine, but. Don't but he tried to play it off like, oh, I robbed a couple banks. Yeah, like, and I, I was young caught. and stupid. I, I don't know, but there's more to it than just robbing a bank. And I, I said, so. I don't know if I buy Robert's story because I don't. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he talked about um, how there was a lot of standing in lines. Mm-hmm. and It was very it, regimented. Very, yeah. Yep. Yep. You, they said they had 12 head counts a day. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah. 12 counts a day. And I'm like, damn, Alcatraz. Like, even. Yeah. I, Keeping track of everybody. Even if people escaped, like, why would you go after them? The three people who escaped they're were just never drown. seen again. <laughs> they're going to drown. They're going to be swept out to sea or they're going to yeah. be eaten by some sea creature. Right. There was um, there was a really interesting YouTube video that I watched. That was uh, this was long before we were doing this. I watched it. I don't know. A couple months ago. Um, for my other podcast, long before and it was long ago, long ago, in a Two faraway land in Golden Valley. <laughs> so it was it was about these prisoners who mm-hmm. escaped, these three guys who escaped, and one of them actually did wash up, like alive. Uh, he did in California. In California, yeah. <gasps> I didn't know at that. Least, at least somebody who it might not been in one of those main three that you're mm-hmm. thinking of, but somebody who escaped did end up, and then he got put back. And then two of them were never heard from again Mm-mm. until many years later. There was a letter written to somebody in one of the families of these men mm-hmm. saying that he, his grandpa was one of them or something, but who knows if it's even true. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it was not, uh, it wasn't like, if you're a real good swimmer, you're out. No. You know, it wasn't like that. No. I mean, this is the Pacific Ocean. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. you got undercurrents and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of predators. There's sharks. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. I said, the Farallon Islands, huge seal population. Mm. Huge seal population means huge shark population. Yep. Yep. Oh, and San Francisco has a lot of seals. Yeah, they do. <laughs> a lot of I seals. actually think the Farallon Islands are off the coast of San Francisco. Oh, that could be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know those I, islands. They're just but, yeah. very popular during Shark Week. They do a lot of footage there. Oh, your favorite thing. I don't. <laughs> I do like the. I do like Shark Week. Yeah. Yes, they're off the coast of San Francisco. Yep. Okay. So okay. Um, I once, quick sidebar, um, before I got with my husband, um, I, you know, was in the dating pool and this one guy asked me out. And so we were chatting and I asked him how old he was and he was like 26. And I'm like, sorry, I can't go out with you. You're not, you're not even as old as Shark Week. So I didn't, I didn't date him. <laughs> I'm like, that is, that's a big age gap. At, at that young it is, yeah, yes. four or five years when you're older isn't such a big deal. Like but now, when you're like, young, it's, you it's know, a lot. thirty and thirty-five, it's not that different. But thirty mm-hmm. and twenty-five, when the boy mm-hmm. is younger, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swipe left. I hear that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then Amy says she sees a lot of men marching and mm-hmm. they're pushing people down the stairs. She's standing at the base of a spiral staircase. 
she's got her hand on the railing and she says they're pushing people down and and Matt asks down what and she snaps back the, the stairs. stairs I know I saw that like yeah dumb shit what do you think <laughs> Matthew the water slide pushing pushing people down down what the stairs <laughs> I know she she even here she was like pushing pushing push push pushing, pushing people pushing, yep. she was just almost like in a trance like she was it very was. she probably was she probably was yeah she's really she, intense like a lot of her words were you know very very um stuttered almost like you 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 yeah. you 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 are just screwed if the guards are upset with you you, you your yep. life is hell and so I just thought it was really interesting yep and then I noted that um, after she snapped at Matt, she stuck her lower lip out like a little kid mm-hmm. when they're about to have a tantrum. Mm-hmm. And then she started walking up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And that, they didn't like go back and talk to her or anything. I, I don't know what she was pouting about. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah. And then she also talked about how the guards were worse than the inmates is what the prisoners mm-hmm. were telling Amy. And I'm like, okay. That's probably true. But also the mm-hmm. guards are telling you that they're bad. Like... I mean, the prisoners are telling you like, but, you know, I'm not, again, saying that they're not because we obviously know they were. Um, And she said the guards did bad things, nasty Mm -hmm. things to the inmates. Mm -hmm. Where she said they did something to their food Mm -hmm. to make it so they couldn't eat Mm -hmm. and made their food bad. Mm -hmm. And this is where it really sounded to me like she was channeling somebody Mm -hmm. because she said like her voice didn't sound like her. And she had this weird accent and yeah. weird cadence to the way she was talking. Yep. And she was like, almost had like a Brooklyn accent yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. They would, uh, you know, make it so they couldn't eat. They uh, would make their food bad or something. Uh, you know, but it would just be, you know, it wasn't like all of the people here, you know, couldn't eat. But, it, you know, like if they got mad at you, you know, you, you're screwed. Like, not all the people, but yeah, it was very, yeah, yeah, I don't. And again, keep in mind, this is season one. So maybe she hasn't, you know, finessed her skills to where she can listen to what they're saying and then export it in her own words. Yeah. Or or like you said, she could be in some kind of a trance Mm -hmm. and it just, it just funnels through that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of different options. So then we go to another person who worked there. His name was George, and he was a prison guard from 1950 to 1958. And on his first day, man, did he, he really got thrown in (laughs) to the Mm -hmm. deep end. So he was working. Trial by fire. Yep. So he was working the barber shop, and the Barbie there, barber there was Freddie (laughs) Lee Thomas. And he was cutting Joseph Barsock's hair. And all of a sudden, Joseph jumped out of the chair. And went after Bar- Freddie. Why do I keep wanting to say Barbie? Freddie. The barber. <laughs> the barber. <laughs> so Freddie then stabs him with the scissors. He stabs him in the heart, the lungs, and the throat. And then Steve is like, did he die? And yeah, he died within 20 minutes. And then they showed a picture of him dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dead laying there. Really, you guys? Yeah. I just thought it was like, can we get a warning maybe next time? And they were both <laughs> African-American men. And then I thought it was interesting when George talks about how uh, after Freddie killed Joseph, he leaned down, kissed him on the cheek, and he said, I love you. And Mm -hmm. it turns out that 
he, we think that Freddie and Joseph were lovers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, I don't know what led to, to Joseph jumping out of the chair. Maybe, you know, Freddie tried to end it or Freddie was, you know, somebody else was showing interest in Freddie or Freddie was showing interest in somebody else. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know the backstory. We just know what George tells us. And there's, you know, they were lovers and Freddie mm-hmm. killed him. Consequently, that was the end of the barber shears in the barber shop. And then Amy is in the barbershop. She goes in the barbershop, too. And she says she sees a rapist mm-hmm. and two men are fighting. One was stabbed and killed. And she sees an old red comb. Mm-hmm. And she feels a physical pain in her head and her chest mm-hmm. and in her armpit, which makes her whole arm hurt. Yep. And she says that one guy said, Joey said, dot, 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 whatever. And Matt asks, which one is Joey? And she said the one who died. She said she's getting homosexuality. Yep. And remember, Joey, Joe, Joseph is the name of the man who was yep. murdered. Yep. And also, Freddie Lee Thomas. Mm-hmm. We have another murderer with the middle name Lee. So I'm just going to say, if you have children, don't give them the middle name Lee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Henry Lee. A murderer. What was it? Henry Lee Lucas? Henry Lee Lucas. Yep. And um, there was a guy in the Liska one, too. That was also <gasps> a Henry, I think. Yeah. Henry was Lee. The, 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 uh, the um, reverend. I don't remember. I don't think the reverend's middle the reverend's middle name was like Jacqueline or something like that. But the there was another there was a serial killer who was active at the time, an axe murder serial killer that was active at the time, Monroe. Oh I say yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Monroe. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It was um, Reverend George Jack George Jacqueline Kelly. God, you're good. I just thought it was a weird middle name for yeah. a man. That's all. Um, and then also, I have Amy saying there's craziness going on here. And I said, no yep. shit, Amy, you're in a prison. Like, there's going to yep. be craziness. Yep. I have next to my notes anyway, that it was Steve finds a guy named Patrick. Yep, I've got was him. was a guard. Yep. So okay. he transported the prisoners to the island on the ferry. Um, mm-hmm. And so he said it would scare the hell out of them when they were coming and they saw the, the island. And sometimes it was shrouded in fog. And I was like, I don't think that's what scared the hell out of them so much is that they were going to a prison on an island with no chance of escape. And I'm sure the, you know, rumors and everything that they'd hyped up Alcatraz to be this really terrible place. And it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one man that he talked about he had a run in with was the Birdman, a.k.a. Robert Stroud. He was certified as a psychotic. um, Uh And so they said that. When when he would go to take a bath, they would have to lock up all of the other inmates because Birdman would try to rape them. Yeah. And they talk about how he killed a lot of people at a, a, other prisons. He talked mm-hmm. about one in Alaska. He killed um, one person in McNeil Island, an, office in Leaven, an officer in Leavenworth. Um, and so he was just really, really bad news. Like, mm-hmm. he was in Alcatraz because he was the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that. Um, I noted that Steve talked about how the only thing he knew about Birdman was the film, mm-hmm. the Birdman of Alcatraz. And he said they portrayed him as some sort of like a kooky old man who liked birds, but he was really sick. Way worse mm-hmm. than than they had portrayed that. And Patrick goes, quote, he was a very aggressive convict. Mm-hmm. Story tracks. 
<laughs> so Amy, then uh, the the rapist that she mentioned earlier, she said he acts like an animal. She called him the monkey guy mm-hmm. or monkey man because mm-hmm. he acts like an animal, like literally like an animal. Yeah, and acts uh, just acts super crazy. Yeah. So then we go um, and, and we go back to Kristen and she's talking about how Al Capone was there. And she said normally when he went to prison, he was able to buy off the guards and he lived a very cushy lifestyle when he was in prison. You know, he had nice sheets, a nice cell, you know, all the comforts that he normally would have. And he couldn't do that here. And so this was a very, uh, a very rough time for him. And so Steve goes and puts on white gloves. Um, and I was like, oh, that's really neat. Like he's looking through stuff that's so old, you know, he has to put white gloves on. Um, And so, yeah, he spent all of his time in cell block D in solitary confinement. So that I'm sure that did just a great number on his already hanging by a thread sanity. (laughs) Yeah. So Amy then is talking about her tour guide, Stan. Mm -hmm. And she says... Well, she was saying that, like, the bed that was in the cell, she goes, it wasn't like this. That it was, it was like there were springs sticking out and the mattress was really little. That what they have in the, in the museum. museum is much nicer than what the actual conditions were. Yeah. But she says about Stan, she says, oh, he looks nice. He's got a nice suit. He's got a hat on. He's got his hair done. Nice shoes. She said he was yep. very put together. Yep. And she said... It might seem strange that an inmate is wearing a suit, but Stan still sees himself that way, and that's how he wants to represent himself. She describes him as stocky, Mm -hmm. and uh, though he says to her, it's not all fat, (laughs) which I thought was funny. Same, Stan, same. (laughs) We call it fluff. Yeah. She says he did a lot. Matt asks, of what? And she says, robbing people, gambling, whatever, wherever there was money. Yeah. And he calls it money collecting because he believes it was owed to him. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. Mm -mm. They never do. Which is how all those mobsters, Mm -hmm. yeah, they always can find a way to to make it like they're the ones. They're the ones that are. They're the victim. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Matt asks if he died here. Did he die here? No. Why is why is he here? He doesn't know. He says, "Well, you know, I'm in hell. I'm in hell. This is this is this is hell." And then that was the end of her walk. Yep. So then we go to the sketch, mm-hmm. and she says she's going to sketch Stan mm-hmm. and the Monkey Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I noted that either they were sitting in a cell when they did this, or the camera was behind the cell. Doors, I know it was and they were like so in the hall. weird. It was weird. Like I know we're trying to emphasize we're in the prison, but you I know, don't have the that. fucking sketch artist sitting in a cell. That yeah, poor was- and they both had like she had gloves on and a winter coat, and I'm like, you guys, you're in San Francisco. How cold can it be? <laughs> it does get cold at night. Yeah, but it gets pretty damn cold at night. <laughs> gloves and a and a fucking and then the sketch artist has a puffy vest on, and I'm like, you yeah. guys. <laughs> It's not Minnesota. Guy, calm yourself down. (laughs) Oh, boy. This show, this one was so dramatic. I just. Yes. We were texting each other about it last night. We were like, oh, my God, this is. It was just they really, 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 really played the dramaticness of Alcatraz. And I'm glad they only did it with this episode, because honestly, if they had kept doing 
I don't think I could have watched the show. It, this was uh, this a, it was a strangely dramatic, yes. edited yes. or whatever, yeah, directed, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So at the reveal, it's just Bob mm-hmm. and Amy and Steve, and it's at this point that I go, wait a minute, what was that whole thing about? them setting a guy on fire. Remember I said last time that I remembered them talking to a, a previous guard mm-hmm. who said that there was there were really bad riots there and they set a guy on fire. Well, that didn't happen here. So I'm like, what the... F- I know I saw this. So mm-hmm. I, I Googled mm-hmm. and I found it is Dead Files episode called Death Sentence. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, Amy and Steve investigate... The abandoned, infamous New Mexico State Penitentiary. <gasps> oh. The site of the worst prison riot in American history. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So guess maybe we do that. One of us will be doing that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that was that was really brutal. That I, mean, I remember. But I don't think I've seen the episode, but I know the story. And that was oh, bad. Horrific. That was horrific. bad. Horrific. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Anyway, back to this one. Amy talks about the violence she saw in the depression in that one area. Mm-hmm. She encountered this fight, the stabbing, the homosexuality. And, and Steve is like, kept... yeah, I know his face. He was like, God damn it. There she goes He's again. Like, you know, it was it. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, yeah. So Steve is like, Whoa! and uh, she says, I keep getting the name Joey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, that's the name of the man that was killed. And Steve tells her about the barber who killed his lover. And mm-hmm. then she talks about the monkey man. He makes noises constantly, thin, white, short hair, or bald. He came from the Midwest, and he was a rapist. Yep. Steve whips open the sketch of um, that she did of the monkey man mm-hmm. and asks if it's him. If, and he asked her if she knows who Robert Stroud is. And he dramatic says, pause. She says no. Yeah. She says no. <laughs> and Which I, I wouldn't. I, I would wouldn't, know Birdman of yeah. Alcatraz, but I wouldn't know Robert Stroud. So no. that's. That makes sense. But even she's amazed when she sees the sketch yeah, of yeah, yeah. Birdman. Because it, it's him. Like, there is no yeah. denying oh, it's him. that yeah, it's him. For sure. And um, Steve asks if she spoke to Birdman. She says no. Stan was the one that showed her around and told her about him. So uh, then Amy tells him about Stan. And now Steve pulls out the sketch of Stan. He says that he looks like somebody who did time here. And he pulls out a picture of Al Capone. And even Amy says, wow. Yeah. She affirms that's the guy that she was with. It was Al Capone. You guys, it was Al Capone. Like it. A it was thousand percent. Yep. Al yep, yep, Capone, yep. which. Yep. He says he asked her if she had heard of Al Capone and she says she had heard of him, but she didn't know what he looked like or that he served time there. OK, what? No, mm, we're stopping and I'm right like, here. Really? Because, no. Really? Amy. Come on. Amy, <laughs> we know you're amazing. We're not questioning your gifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're questioning you had to have known what he looks like. Everybody in knows some what Al Capone looks like. Shape. I mean, even if you don't know, you had to have seen a picture of him. Like he is the one of the most infamous mobsters to have ever yeah. lived. Right. Got syphilis, went batshit crazy, and died. Uh-huh. Like. <laughs> Come, Amy, come on. Yeah. We love I, you, girl. Yeah. We love you. You know, yeah. we love you. But yep. it's okay to say that you knew who Al Capone was. Yeah, I thought that was a little... Um, bit of a stretch. Bit of a stretch. And also, I will say, that photo of Al Capone 
looks like like the sketch artist could have been looking at that photo when they drew it. Right. So I don't know. And I'm not saying that. No. I'm not saying that the sketch artist did that. I'm not saying that they're pulling any punches like that. But I do think that they, somebody in the production team must have known that she sketched Al Capone, saw the sketch, went out and found a picture Mm -hmm. of Al Capone that Mm -hmm. looks exactly like the sketch so they could put it next to each other. I mean, it literally was like identical. identical. I would be absolutely shocked if that if they didn't choose that picture of Al Capone because it looked like the sketch. Right, right. But, I mean, I guess I shouldn't, you know, whatever. This is just my opinion. I'm not, yeah. you know. And again, we're not come like, at me. we're not going after Amy. We're not going after no. the sketch because we know that she, we, right. I 100% believe that sh- this is true. It's just, right. I just feel like she would have known what a, he looked like at some point. But maybe not. I don't know. Well, and then Steve tries to, like, figure out why he was called Stan. And he says, well, he was arrested in a theater called the Stanley Theater. And I'm like, that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, it makes sense to me that he would give up a fake name because he was a mobster and they all had fake names. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. they have a million aliases. I don't believe Stan was one of his, but maybe in the afterlife it is. So I don't know. So I just have Bob talks about being grabbed. Mm -hmm. Steve talks about Sam, who Mm -hmm. also had a very similar experience. In the same area. Yep. And Amy says that's where Stan told her about the inmate who was a Satanist. Mm -hmm. She says he can do things that the other dead people there can't do. Steve talks about the rumor that a demon killed the inmate in the cell. And then (laughs) the part that Megan and I both... We're a little frustrated with was when Steve asked Steve asked if Bob is in trouble, and I wrote after a very long and dramatic. I was pause, like, "Am I gonna miss <laughs> high school graduation?" That's how long this pause was, you guys. Like, you could drive a truck. You could that pause. drive a truck, a train, a plane through it. It was, and it was like dramatic music, dramatic music, dramatic music. And, and they're I'm looking like, at. Looking. And Steve's looking at Amy, and Amy's looking at Steve, and Bob's looking at Steve, and Steve's looking at Bob, and Bob's looking at Amy. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Duh, duh. It was What's so... happening? Can I put a. Uh, nah. I almost fast forwarded. I was getting so annoyed. I was like, just fucking get to the point. Yeah. And of course, it's no. The the no, All the ghosts no. are stuck there. They're stuck and, there. Yep. Which, uh, just. <laughs> this one, I, I can't. Like, I thought it, it was just comically long. It was comically long. It was. It was. (laughs) So, yeah, we end on her saying she doesn't know who grabbed Bob, but it wasn't the bird man. Mm -hmm. So probably one of the other hundreds or sorry, other 29 people that died there. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the two who escaped and were never seen again, if they were killed, if they died at sea, do you think that they if they didn't move on, would they come back? to be stuck at Alcatraz because that's what they were familiar with would they can you haunt an ocean I don't know oh my god I just well I think um because a lot of times when ships go down Mm -hmm. and they're like stuck at the bottom of the ocean those are haunted right I think so oh that would be terrible they are in the movies well, if it's in the movies. I think it'd be really cool to live in the ocean if you could, didn't have to worry about breathing or That's being true. killed by sharks. Or, and if you weren't tethered to the ship. 
Yeah. Like if you could explore the ocean. Go wherever you want. Yeah. That would be kind That'd of That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Oh my God. You could see all of the creatures that we haven't discovered. We've explored more of the moon than we have of the ocean. Really? Yes. We know more the about the right moon here. than we do the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So. There's more money at NASA, I guess, yeah. than there is at whoever. Ocean. Investigates this. this yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I think there's a lot of animals down there that we don't, haven't discovered. And maybe we don't mm-hmm. want to discover because. Dangerous. People already have nightmares about the great white sharks. Right. If there's things bigger than great white sharks living in the ocean, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, whales are bigger. Orcas are bigger. Yeah, but I mean like predators bigger. Oh, a whale will kill you. Not on purpose. Well, I guess neither will sharks. Yeah, I will. What whales okay. are killing you on purpose? Orca. Okay, they're not a whale. They're a dolphin. And they're dicks. <laughs> they are dicks. I. They're the meanest didn't a, one of didn't an orca kill somebody at SeaWorld? Oh yeah, there's a whole documentary about it on Netflix yeah. called uh, Blackfish. Really good, oh, yeah. really good. But be prepared to be super depressed and hate everything about SeaWorld. Yeah, I I haven't watched it for that reason. Yeah, it's, it's I've been tough. to SeaWorld. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's but it's real bad. If they're if they're harming animals, they should be shut down. It's not good. Yeah, because they're a wild animal with wild instincts. You can't mm-hmm. keep them locked up. Mm-hmm. That's why people, fucking Joe Exotic, you can't have tigers as a pet. They're a tiger. That tool. They're Yeah, they're big f- f- cats and they purr, but they're a goddamn tiger. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a soapbox, you guys. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to tr- turn this into, but it just, the point is, <laughs> if I could explore the ocean, <laughs> I would want to be ghost. dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This took a turn, you guys. It took a turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we have a listener story. Yeah, we do. This is, about um, this is Heather. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, do you want to read it? Or I can want- read okay. it. Okay. Why don't we both thought- read it? I'll read and then stop and then you finish. Okay. Okay. So... This is from Heather. I love Alcatraz. Sadly, I did not have a paranormal experience, but everything about it was awesome. I always say it was the best museum experience I have ever had. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum is a close second. I went to San Francisco with some friends from college in the late 90s. Dreams. We bought an island hopper pass to go to Alcatraz and another island called Angel Island. Angel Island was huge and beautiful. We rode around in golf carts and the whole place smelled of eucalyptus trees. Can we bottle that up? (laughs) When we got off the boat at Alcatraz, we gathered with our tour group at the front entrance. We were treated to a brief talk by an older gentleman who was formerly employed there as a guard many years before. He worked there when the infamous bird man of Alcatraz was a prisoner. He told stories of his time working there. And then we put on headphones and took a self-guided tour. It was fascinating. Some of what I remember the most was walking through the dining area and hearing the sounds of a crowded lunchroom, inmates yelling, plates and silverware clanging. I felt like I was there. I also remember being very interested in the area where the prisoners got their hair cut. Well, that wasn't around for long. (laughs) My friends and I walked around and took pictures of each other in the cells. I loved it. I would recommend Alcatraz for anyone visiting the Bay Area. So fun and informative and absolutely beautiful ocean setting. I wonder if they got anything in their photos. 
Yeah, I don't know. I should. Uh, I haven't looked. I looked at Amarina's photos on my phone, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't zoom in on them or anything. But she did tell me that Heather did. Or no, Amarina. this is Amarina. Okay, this is Amarina. She said she visited in 2017. She did the audio tour and also did a tour with the Park Service, who did a presentation on prison labor, and she has the prison handbook as a souvenir. Oh, cool! That's that. Well, thanks everybody for coming along and listening to us. And <laughs> so this is going to be our last episode for a little bit. We're going to mm-hmm. take I don't know maybe a month off or something. I will still be releasing some stuff on Patreon. I've got some, we've got digging through the archives. I've got some, some stuff that we cut out from Put before. Put your white gloves on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So become a Patreon so you can yeah. listen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, check out our store, the, yeah. our Redbubble and our Bonfire store. Those links are in the show notes. So All right. we'll see you in um, a month or so. Yeah. Thank right. you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it.